This is Andrew Doherty speaking, the senior news reporter with the Vedette newspaper at Illinois State University. Today we have the pleasure of speaking with U.S. Congressman Rodney Davis. Today we'll be talking about the midterm elections coming up in one week. Um, but Congressman, I'd like to begin just by kind of talking about who you are. Can you tell Red, our fellow Redbirds a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your background as a congressman? Well, you know, I, uh, I grew up here in central Illinois. I'm a small town kid from Taylorville. Matter of fact, my, my daughter is a student. She's a senior here at ISU. So a lot of my family budget comes to uh, right here to ISU and to the town of Normal and the Bloomington area. But my wife and I uh, live in Taylorville. We raised our three kids. My daughter's the oldest. I have twin boys who are seniors in high school now. And growing up in that small community, uh, I saw what good, hardworking, blue-collar communities mean to this country. And I got interested in government while I was growing up, thinking I was going to work in our family business, a restaurant. And when I went away to college, it really helped uh, solidify that I wanted to try and make things better in politics. I got involved, and it was a time when Republicans and Democrats, we may have arguments, but then we'd go out and have a beer afterwards. And I see it today's day and age, and, and I think it's unfortunate. Uh, there's so much polarization, but I think it's up to your generation, Andrew to help us get back to where I see governing. And that's, you can have political differences, but let's settle them at the ballot box. And let's also settle them afterwards um, by a vote and go have a beer together and live to, to debate another day. But most of what we do in Washington and, and most of what happens in, in communities all throughout this nation at the governing level isn't about whether it's a Republican or Democrat solution. It's a right or wrong solution. And most of what we do is done on a bipartisan basis, which I think might be a surprise to many of your listeners. Excellent. Well, thank you, Congressman. Uh, speaking of voting, we do have the midterm elections next week, and it appears that the <clears throat> U.S. 13th District has tightened up in the race recently. Um, do you have any comments as to the recent polling showing that uh, Betsy Londrigan, your Democratic challenger, uh, being about four points behind in the polls been about a month and a half ago was about 12? Well, um, last public poll, I think, had me up by five points in a New York Times poll. Uh, our internal polling has a larger margin, um, but that's what races are all about. That's why we're here. Um, we're fully confident we're going to win Tuesday, but that doesn't mean you don't stop to you stop and pat yourself on the back and and call it a day. Uh, the The voters are the ones who decide. I've been blessed to win a very close race my first time by a thousand and two votes in a district that was drawn to elect a Democrat, and I'm a Republican. We've won by substantially larger margins the last two times, uh, but this is why we have elections. This is why it's important to get out and vote. If you believe in the success that we've had right now in Washington of having historic economic growth, your generation and graduates from Illinois State University this year because of policies we put in place in Washington, you're going to have opportunities for jobs that generations before could have only imagined. Higher wages, better opportunities. And that is because we put good policies in place that encourage job growth in our communities, right even here in, in Bloomington Normal and throughout the rural communities that I serve. That's the choice we have on Election Day, continue, to continue uh, those types of policies that are going to benefit your next generation, making sure that we have a health care system that protects pre-existing condition coverage. My wife's a cancer survivor. 
Why wouldn't I want that to happen? But we're also, because of good economic growth, fighting the opioid crisis, $43 million coming to the state of Illinois. And we've invested $5 billion over the last two years in cancer research and other deadly disease research, which is crucial to what researchers are doing at many of our institutions like ISU. Excellent. Thank you, Congressman. As well, as our U.S. Congressman, could you please tell our voters and fellow Redbirds probably your most, the one piece of legislation you are most proud of? Well, I'm, I'm proud of a lot of bills that I've been able to, to help uh, co-sponsor and be the main sponsor of, um, you know, be it the Hire More Heroes Act that, remember, it wasn't too long ago people didn't think that Republicans and Democrats could come together to change anything about Obamacare. But my bill did. The Hire More Heroes Act was an idea that came from a veteran here in central Illinois, and it passed unanimously. It encourages small businesses to hire more of our veterans because they won't count towards the employees at the limit at the time, which was a 50-employee limit for small businesses. Uh, that was a great idea that came from listening to the constituents that I've been blessed to serve. But I've been, I've been active in passing the 2014 Farm Bill and helping to write it, which has saved taxpayers $112 billion. Uh, these, you know, be it a transportation legislation, highway bills, water infrastructure bills. I'm waiting now for the Senate to take up my bill that makes the new lower tax rates permanent. Your families and the families that are helping to pay for the education of so many kids here at, so many students here at ISU, you know, they have $2,000 in their pocket that they didn't have before at a time when our legislators in Springfield run by the Democrats are raising taxes. And that's not going to help families afford to be able to send their kids to college. Excellent. Well, thank you, Congressman. And then my last question would be, do you have a message for our fellow Redbirds uh, for this midterm election? You know, I really do. Uh, go vote. I, I understand uh, what you're going through because I, it was a very long time ago now that I was in your shoes. And I can tell you the difference that college made for me was that I wouldn't have had the confidence to stand up and even run for office, let alone debate my opponents and debate some of my colleagues on a regular basis without the three and a half, without the, the three years I spent at Millican University. Uh, being here gave me the chance to gain confidence and get leadership skills and make decisions that I'm still uh, having to make today as one of 435 people blessed enough to serve in the House of Representatives. So enjoy the opportunities that you have here at ISU. Take advantage of decisions that sometimes might not be easy because it'll make you a better decision maker when you move on into a career. And whatever career choice you have, I'm going to give you three bits of advice I give to every group of students, no matter if they're in, in grade school, junior high, high school, or college. If you want to be successful the rest of your life, whatever career path you choose, you got to work hard at it. And you're also going to walk in at the ground floor. And remember, working hard means doing some monotonous tasks. But if you do those right, you're going to be tasked with bigger decisions. Secondly, you got to get a good education. That's why you're here. You're at one of the best institutions in the world at Illinois State. Take advantage of it. Learn and take leadership responsibilities, not just in your classes, but outside of classes too. The third one, it's the easiest. Be nice to everybody you meet. And I guarantee you, whatever career path you choose, because those three things are what I tried to do in my life, and they're the three reasons why I'm a member of Congress right now. Excellent. Thank you again, Congressman.